0: Grant us wisdom, O God, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Wisdom. In this morning's readings, we repeatedly hear about wisdom. In 1 Kings, God said to Solomon, because you have asked for yourself understanding to discern what is right, I now do according to your word. Indeed, I give you a wise and discerning mind. And the Psalm, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. In Ephesians, be careful then how you live not as unwise people, but as wise, making the most of the time. Do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is." This morning, we will consider wisdom and an aspect of wisdom God might desire for each of us. Wisdom, not to be confused with knowledge, and it can be easy to prize knowledge, because knowledge serves us well on so many occasions. We drive over a bridge. We trust the civil engineer's design is structurally sound. We have computer problems. We rely on a technician to know the inner workings of our machine. Having surgery, we count on the doctor comprehending the interactions of our minute body parts. We have licenses and certifications, degrees and more to assess and document that requisite knowledge for numerous occupations is mastered. We have studied and know things that help us contribute to the common good. Knowledge has its place, but wisdom, God gives us wisdom just as God gave wisdom to Solomon. Last month, a collect of the day began, Almighty God, the fountain of all wisdom. And Ecclesiasticus tells us, it is God who created wisdom. He saw her and took her measure. He poured her out upon all his works upon all the living, according to his gift. He lavished her upon those who love him. Yes, God gives us wisdom. Still, what is wisdom? This can be harder to assess the knowledge and possibly more difficult to achieve. Richard Rohr says, wisdom is more synthesis than analysis, more paradoxical than linear, more a dance than a march. Well, much of our lives can be spent in a linear march. Maybe we need a little more dancing with God. For guidance about wisdom, we go to Holy Scripture. As I read through a few verses, see if any word or phrase resonates we'll start with a classic passage from micah where god has shown us what is good to do justice and to love mercy and to walk humbly with our god a passage from james about wisdom was the basis for amy richter's and joe pagano's conversational reflection during a morning prayer podcast this spring. They suggested using this passage, having a list of criteria is a way to discern God's will. Here's the passage from the letter of James. But the wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy and good fruits, without a trace of partiality or hypocrisy. Wisdom also exists in a statement attributed to several Christians. Silence is God's first language. And several scriptures address silence, stillness, awareness of what we say. Be still, and know that I am God. Be quick to hear, but deliberate in answering. Set a guard over my mouth, O Lord. Keep watch over the door of my lips. Many in this congregation practice wisdom in silence, stillness, through centering prayer, and other regular spiritual practices we can look to our psalm. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. The word often translated fear has also been translated awe, reverence, respect. The Lord is to be feared is also translated, the Lord is awesome. Awe, being aware of, and in awe of the Lord. Sounds so simple, and yet is perhaps so difficult. During the morning prayer, collect for guidance, we pray, guide and govern us by your Holy Spirit, that in all the cares and occupations of our life, we may not forget you, but may remember that we are ever walking in your sight. Yet in all our cares and occupations, we can crowd out God, crowd out wisdom. Now I have an invitation for everyone. We've heard several examples, phrases, words related to wisdom. Trust, mercy or kindness, humility, silence, justice, gentleness, awe. Maybe one particularly resonates. Maybe God has placed another on our hearts. Is there a word or phrase that God might be whispering in each of our ears? This morning or at other times? Perhaps it's a newish idea. Perhaps it's something with which we've been grappling praying, striving for a long time. Right now, I invite us all to identify some aspect of wisdom that we could perhaps call our growing edge, something with which we need God's help, an area in which we are growing more into the image of God, or maybe identify wisdom in general we are gonna do something with this aspect of wisdom soon. So I should pause to allow everyone time to actually listen to God's nudging. Do we all have our wisdom word or phrase? Okay. Good, or if not, um, maybe shortly. Now, let's set this aspect of wisdom aside. And we will return to it. Wisdom. From Corinthians, Christ is the wisdom of God. This brings us to today's gospel. The past two Sundays, we have heard Jesus' bold I am statement. I am the bread of life. Today in John's Gospel, we hear a continuation of this. Jesus said, I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Whoever eats of this bread will live forever. And the bread that I will give for the life of the world is my flesh. Jesus is the living bread. And he gives himself for us. This is our Eucharistic feast, and this Eucharistic feast involves offering, receiving, transformation. Jesus gave, offered himself, and we give, offer ourselves. We often speak of receiving communion. During COVID shutdown and protocols, Some of us told each other, I miss receiving communion. Some of us are still receiving spiritual communion. But of course, this is more than just receiving. It's about being in relationship with God. In relationship, there is give and take, offer and receive. We certainly receive Christ we also give ourselves. The fancy term for this self-offering is oblation. Our Book of Common Prayer defines oblation as an offering of ourselves, our lives and labors, in union with Christ for the purposes of God. And one of our offertory sentences is Let us with gladness present the offerings and oblations of our life and labor to the Lord. In addition to offering the fruits of our labors, the bread and wine, we also offer our very selves. Paul, in the letter to the Romans, tells of and extends this self-offering. Paul writes, Some Eucharistic prayers make this offering and transformation especially clear. A Eucharistic prayer from the Church of England was used in June at our cathedral for the diaconal ordinations. The celebrant said, with this bread and this cup, we celebrate his love, his death, his risen life. And the people responded, As you feed us with these gifts, send your Holy Spirit and change us more and more to be like Jesus, our Savior. Just as God transforms the bread and wine we offer, when we offer ourselves, God transforms us. Father Dion, often reminds us when he holds up and offers us the consecrated bread and wine, the body of Christ for the body of Christ. Behold what you are, become what you believe, what you receive. Now, God uses us to bring about God's purposes. So let's acknowledge how difficult this oblation, this self-offering, is. On one hand, we ask to be transformed. On the other, we could hold something back. Change is difficult, and we might want to cling to some piece of our self-offering, because it's so much a part of who we are right now. Can we trust God with our transformation? We're going to try. We now return to the aspect of wisdom we've selected and pick it up again. I invite us today to be intentional in our self-offering and potential transformation. At the time of the offering and during the Eucharistic prayer and when we receive communion, let us offer ourselves and pray to be transformed by God. As some examples, if we selected being in awe of the Lord, let us offer the times we forgot that we walk with God and pray for wisdom to be aware of God's continual presence. If we selected silence, let us offer the times we uttered words better left unsaid and pray for wisdom to listen to one another and to God before speaking. Whatever we each selected, let us offer the times we lacked wisdom and pray for transformation and wisdom now and in the days to come. This is certainly not an instantaneous one-time event. We offer ourselves repeatedly. We get to gather every Sunday to offer ourselves, to approach the Lord's table, offering and praying that each time we will be transformed more and more, again and again, into the image of God, into Christ, into the wisdom of God. Wisdom. May we return time and time again To offer ourselves to God, to engage with God, to receive Christ, that we may be Christ, the wisdom of God, to the world. Amen.